Who who going first? I uh, don't care. I'll, I'll go, go second. Then. I'll go first. I'll go last. Okay. Sorry, <coughs> 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 clear my throat. Did, that, did you catch that? Hello? Hello. <laughs> I did catch that. I didn't have anything with that's to my, say. That's my cough kill Jared. Jared? Jared? And his super fast broadband. Hello? Hello, He's Jared. Suckered <laughs> 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 you both. That wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, you, ooh, you Irish bitch. <laughs> right, let's go. Let's do yeah. this shit, man. Okay, right. I'm Froderick Frankenstein. And I'm the Waco Kid. And I'm Colonel Sanders. Which makes this a pretty delayed lethal watching. Like your period. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, folks. It was kind of my fault. Uh, one week was my fault. The other was um, Gerard's fault. Well, <laughs> my that? fault is a consequence of your fault. Therefore, it does stem back to you. So, so the proximate cause was me, is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah all right. The buck stops yeah. there. I, I had to go on holiday. I had to go to Newquay, which was which was nice. Did you get Newquay? <laughs> did it not? Did it not rain and your boy got chicken pox? Yeah, it did. Nice. Rained, rained on a Saturday, and he ran into the sea. So we had to buy him new shoes because he's a doofus. And uh, <laughs> oh, he had, daddy, daddy, yay. He, we said don't go in the sea because we only got one pair of shoes. What did he do? Ran into the sea like a muppet. And uh, all this whilst having the pox, the the, the chicken pox, pox de poulet, spreading it round the country. Oh yeah. <laughs> What the, you know, don't shit your own doorstep. Take it to Newquay. Monday morning, Newquay News Live. Exactly. A chicken box outbreak has hit Newquay. <laughs> exactly. They deserved it because the, uh, the arcade in the caravan in the camp uh, was shite. Origins of the pox to a young fella from Gloucester. Oh, yeah. Sounds I'll, I'll, like I'll shit 28 days later. <laughs> <laughs> People are itchy. <laughs> and they, in later life, have shingles. Ooh, Let's go live to Susie McGuire on the scene. Yes, it's crazy here. Everyone's going mad. They're scratching. Anyway. Thanks. We should do a radio play. It'd be awesome. Yeah, maybe someone should re-record their audio they said they were going to do about <laughs> oh, a year ago. <laughs> Why was it going to re-record it? Was it chipped? No, you're going to do it all in the... In the no, this is not for the show, is it? In your 40s announcer's voice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so we, we uh, missed a couple of weeks. And yes. we're back. So how, how how so I've had the pox and well no, I've, I've had the pox in my house. Been to Newquay. What have you boys done in the month? month um, off? what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? Um, Martin, <laughs> I read comics mostly. Uh, 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 Finished uh, Batman: Arkham City. Mm. Wow, oh, that's really good. That is. 
that was it. This is uh, this is podcast gold from you two right now, I tell you. But I didn't go for all the trophies, Martin. I was, I, yeah, I, I was going to say that. I, I went for about halfway through and thought, I'm getting annoyed with this shit. Yeah, so, some of them are just annoying. I don't even. It's like I walk into some room and I get gassed, and I'm like, I don't even know why I'm getting gassed. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm because I am Batman. <laughs> these uh, these are probably the greatest stories I've ever heard on the podcast. Well, you see, uh, Batman flies. Anyway. What did you do then, Phil, apart from having pox and... I, well, I went to work and um, uh, I made a video for the site. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Everybody saw the, the yeah, review? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I went and saw a lockout at the cinema. Yeah, lucky mm-hmm. boy. Yeah, and whilst I was there, I saw a trailer for the Avengers, which looked quite good. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I saw a trailer for the Avengers. Uh-oh. What you sounded like to me. I think we should say that as as we record, this is uh, Thursday, and Martin's seen it. I have. And then by the time the podcast is posted on Sunday, me and Gerard will both have seen it. And It's, uh, it's yeah. a lot funnier than I expected it to be. There are some really, really funny bits. Well, it's Josh Whedon. He's a funny guy. I mean, if yeah, you've seen yeah. uh, Cabin in the Woods, that is a hoot. I ain't seen I that either. I do want to see that. I've seen it. it was some parts of it. There's one scene in particular. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but I was on the floor. Two scenes, in fact, where I was just laughing my proverbial ass off. But so, um, in, the, in celebration of the release of the Avengers film, uh, what better time for a Mel Brooks special? <laughs> yes, of course. Ah, uh, yeah. Typical lethal watching. Topical fashion, Mel Brooks, because yeah. he's known for his comic films, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. 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 Call it that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, they are comic, as they are comedy films starring Mm. comics. There are comics in them. Yeah. Yep. That's Mm. quite... That doesn't work, does it? No. No. Okay. (sighs) So, who's going first? Um, I think we should go chronologically... Which what is... we do is this going to be like the three? The, what we think of the three is three best films. Uh, yeah. Well, certainly the oh, one I picked, I definitely think is one of his best films. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cr- chronologically, Jared goes first. Then. Oh. Okay. Awesome. Um. So my film is Blazing Saddles. Star. His job to offer battle. 
was his name. Yes, Bart was his name. He rode a blazing saddle. He wore a shining star. His job to offer battle to bad men near and far. He conquered fear and he conquered hate. He turned dark night into day. He we've all seen yes yeah mm-hmm. okay yes blazing saddles 1974 starring um i suppose would would gene wilder have been a bit of a mel brooks muse or a i think he was definitely a co-op because he'd done quite a lot of stuff with him didn't he? he's, he's kind of you know um to mel brooks what de niro is to scorsese in a way uh, Dep to burton that kind of thing yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> um and uh Blazing Saddles, um, interestingly, which I didn't know, actually was part, well, it was written by quite a lot of people, but one of those was Richard Pryor. Oh yeah, you didn't so, know that. Yeah, mm. um, I didn't know that. So, which which kind of makes sense almost when you kind of think about it. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to be the lead character as well. Was he originally what? supposed to be the lead character? Yeah, mm. it was well, all got promised to him, and um, they said no to him at the last minute. To be much. honest with you. I... I would find it hard, I think. I don't know. Because the guy, Cleavon Little, he's very straight. You yeah. Know, he play, he, plays, he mm. plays the character very straight, whereas if, you know, prior, you just, I don't think, could get away with the the sort of the comedy, you know, the comedian aspect of it. You think of the Superman 3, or the Superman 3 f- uh, factor. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that was a comedy. That's still, see, you brought it in. But that was, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. That was a comedy oh, uh, thing. I've opened you know, the box uh, again. I've opened the box. For, uh, Jared's Richard. off. Anyway, Cleavon Little. Cleavon Little wasn't really a. He wasn't really like a com- comedy actor. He was a, a theater actor, like a film and theater actor. So he was a reasonably serious kind of guy. You know, it rules. Yeah. Um. He um would have would have uh, been in like TV shows and things like that. Um. Yep. I think I found it now. Pryor was what? to play the lead role, but the film's production studio would not insure him, so he chose Mel Brooks chose Cleveland Little instead. Yeah, I mean he's 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 very good. As I say, the the, the thing is, he, he's a very straight actor in it. Whereas Gene Wilder is the the obvious main comedy actor in it. Um, yeah, but he's, so, he's he's quite straight in the film. He's quite um, he, still play, he still plays it quite straight. But yeah. again, it, it's, quite it's like Richard for him. Pryor. You can't you can't watch. Gene Wilder in a film without seeing the, you know, in inverted comics, the comedy sort of yeah. performance, if you know what I mean. Agreed. But, um, basically, every, everyone kind of knows the plot. It's a very silly plot. It's a very <laughs> silly film, but it's, it's so funny. <laughs> um, it, is it a silly film, though? Is it? It's a very silly. It's a Western, okay? So that's the yeah. first thing. So it's a Western set in sort of the late 19th century, and it's all about a town um, called Rock Ridge where everyone's called Johnson. <laughs> as the last name Johnson, so um, and it's all about um, some. Uh, he's a attorney general or whatever who wants to buy the land because he wants he, he, he wants to build a, a railroad, 
Um, because originally they're they're trying to find it, but they run into like a quicksand thing, so they have to change it, and that's going to put it through the town. So it's all about him basically using um thugs and things like that to scare people away and sort of try and get the land. So you know, a reasonably kind of average, probably western yeah, kind of typical uh, western plot. Plot, you know, but it just it isn't your typical western at all. Um. <laughs> The, the whole the whole backbone of of the plot is that they hire uh, and the the governor hires a new general and the governor's Mel Brooks and all the governor does is is like is just kiss ladies and stick his head in their boobs and he's he's really <laughs> sort of it's just a super highly sexualized. That's all guy. Mel Brooks does, really, isn't it? Yeah, and he doesn't really pay attention. And anyway, they they they, they pick uh, Bart who's a, a black railroad worker who's about to be hanged um, because he hit Taggart because Taggart's like the like the assistant guy in it. Um, he, he hit him with a shovel um, after they got stuck in quicksand and all this kind of stuff. And um, so he comes, he comes to the thing, but the whole thing is he's black and this is, you know, basically everybody's like, what the hell? We've got this, this, black sheriff so nobody kind of likes him but eventually he gets um gene wilder on his on his side who's the waco kid um and gene wilder's this kind of drunken gunslinger guy um and the two of them basically just get together and start to work and they basically start to overcome sort of the the townsfolk's you know hostility against him to, to defeat um to defeat the, the the state general and it all just basically accumulates in the stupidest and <laughs> silliest mm. ending you've ever seen in a western film because this is they, spoiler, yeah spoiler they just, alert. They, yeah they just didn't know what to do did they they you've must not, have got to a point in the film and thought yeah. if you've not seen next? it spoiler alert it basically they they come up they build a fake town um for the for the and and it just ends up being that they they start falling through in the fourth wall if you want to call it that and they end up in like the the film lot um in like this musical set um and it just it just becomes a big fight and it's it's just crazy it just it just basically as you say it's almost I would like to think that Mel Brooks had it planned, but it, you almost just think they were just kind of like, well, what do we do to finish the <laughs> film? And they just thought, let's just be daft. <laughs> and that's no, there, there was, there's nothing wrong with being daft, but there's no, daft that's, and that's daft. And all in all, that's the plot, but it's it's just, it's the bits in between. It's just everything in between. <laughs> there's just so many just classic quotes and scenes. And it's just, to me, this film just, really shows Mel Brooks's kind of uh, ability to, to 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 create these lines, these sort of iconic lines and funny things, you know, these funny yeah. scenes. It re- like it really just is, 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 it's slapstick, but, you know, I was talking about it tonight and with the, my wife and stuff, and we were saying about it was the scene where the, the old guy's on top of the building, like, and he sees the, the sheriff coming, and obviously, they're, they're share, the 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 old guy's using a slur, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> an offensive word, but it, it keeps getting he's shouting down to the people, and it just keeps getting donged out by the the bell. And yeah. it's just it just goes. Oh, there's just so many. The, the, they're the really basic thing. jokes, of them, aren't they? They're really, really basic simple, jokes, but they're, they're just rapid. funny. 
it's just it's such it's I think with Mel Brooks's things they're all it's rapid fire it's just yeah. it's, doof, doof, doof. it's like you know like airplane sort of comedy it's just there's a joke after a joke after a joke after a joke and it's just a line or a word or something but it's just boom 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 and it just keeps coming you know there's the yeah. bean the most famous scene probably is the bean scene which is just so childish and immature but it's hilarious it just gets me every single time just watching the the bean scene because before that time you know, in Western films, that would have been a common trope, you know, the, them sitting around a fire eating beans. Yeah. But Mel Brooks brought the obvious, which is, well, what happens after you're sitting eating lots of beans? <laughs> the musical fruit. The musical fruit, <laughs> you know, and, and it's, you know, you laugh because you sort of think, well, actually, right enough, when, we you know, nobody's ever shown that before, but it had to have happened. You know, the, the place had to be stinking. Because they were sitting. well, the entirety of the Wild West must be stinking. Yeah, and it's you know it's a, it's one of these films though that got away with a lot. You know, the Mexicans are all badgies. We don't need no stinking badgies and all this kind of stuff. And um, you know, it's just it is it's just a very very silly but hilarious film. And it comes from as I say the I think the sort of the play off of 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 Cleavon Little who just is this just this pure straight guy in this kind of very odd situation. And you know the Waco kid, obviously Gene Wilder. You know, there's the old, you know, look at that hand, steady, steady as a rock. And then he's like, well, that's good. And he's like, no, but this is my shooting hand. And he's just like shaking his hand all over the place and all. It's just very silly, stupid things. And oh, it's it's just it's it's just hilarious. And funnier than airplane? No. Oh, I don't think so. That's that's a that's a because I think because the way it goes out, it kind of loses itself at the end. You know, airplane kind of maintains it all the way through. Yeah, yeah. yeah the think... end is a big disappointment. Yeah, it, it, I I have to say the end of of Blazing Saddles does kind of you just kind of it's not funny. It's an all you know you kind of see what they were doing with the joke, but you're kind of yeah. just like man, it, it sort of ends a bit limp. Um, when there's such when throughout the whole film, it's just boom after boom after boom with joke and line and little things and. And it probably is one of the, it's hard to say it's half and half whether it's dated well or not. I don't know. As somebody who would watch it new, I don't know if you'd get the same from it. I think it's still funny. But it's one of those films. Yeah, because it's, you know, as I said before, there's some films that now when I watch them back really disappoint me in the types of things that are talked about as humor. Yeah, and jokes like police academy, um, you know, using gays as you know a slur and all this kind of thing, and yeah. there's just certain elements of Blazing Saddles. It's a film of its time, and so sometimes things don't come come through. I mean, there's there's a, there's a whole sort of little conversation about rape in it, which is, you know, it's kind of like. I don't know if nowadays you'd get away with with the with, you know there's a thing where they're talking about um they're talking about I can't remember what it's like a they're talking about a dance or something like that and or it's called a number 6 Let's see. I got it I got it so, what? We'll work up a number 6 on him Number 6 I'm afraid I'm not familiar with that one Well that's where we go riding into town a whopping and a whopping ever living thing that moves within an inch of its life Except the women folks, of course. You spare the women? No, we rape the shit out of them at the number six dance later on. Marvelous. That's so creative. And you're kind of like, oh, it's not really appropriate. <laughs> you know. But is that the kind of humor? That's the kind of humor in 
you know, it it's quite confrontational sometimes. Yeah, but I just don't think I, I don't think a comedy film now could have that line mm. or could have could have anything like not even, that. Not even like a hangover kind of film. I don't think I don't even think Hangover would it does does you know would they would they I know there's a scene two where they kind of no you see I, I'm trying to even think I don't I just don't think of a comedy film nowadays that could could say could use that line yeah. in it without people going ooh <laughs> that sounds almost like it though ooh no a little bit you know people kind of go ooh that's Ugh. a bit off. It is. It's just so dark when, because obviously when you get into that, it's so dark just to get out of that situation. But the whole as well thing about it is, on. yeah. The whole thing about it is, is like, it's like that. It just goes boom, boom, boom. Like that line is just in and, and gone. And gone. Yeah. yeah. Before, before you kind of process it, it, it you're moves, into you're laughing at the next line. You know. Yeah. Um. And you I, just I, could like they use the N word a lot. That just wouldn't. That just. Wouldn't that's Richard. That's the Richard Pryor influence there. I think. But that wouldn't get into a film now. Even the fact that Richard Pryor had an element in the writing. I yeah. just don't think that the amount that it said would get into a film that wasn't, how would I say it, a suppose black culture film or something like that. You know, I don't know how to say it, but I just don't think it would. Not in a yeah. Hollywood film. I can't see it. I think you're right as well, because um, about the way you were saying that if somebody watched that first off now, I don't think they'd say it as funny, um, because I think they're also, or it used quite a lot of jokes, but I think the jokes that have been used since then who, that have been inspired perhaps by this by mm. this film are actually better like you referenced the bean scene i think that fart jokes there are a lot more better no, fart jokes yeah. out there and when you th- rewatch it it's just essentially just some blokes eating beans and farting and you kind of think it, it what's funny about that kind of thing but i think you know, comedy although, tastes have definitely changed i think yeah i think like airplane it will never cease to be funny to me and I think a lot of people will always say Airplane is you know, the funniest film ever made and things like that. But I could perfectly understand where someone could watch it and go, I don't really, you know, because people have seen, you know, people who have watched maybe things like Scurry Movie and all those kind of stupid rubbish films first, you know, mm. could go back and watch this and go, uh, you know, I've seen this type of film before yeah. and not really give in to the. Yeah, but surely like uh, Blazing Saddles is that kind of film done properly. Oh, this is yeah, this is. But you know, that's like I think there's been a lot of those kind of spoofy films and things like that now, which I can see why people would go back to watch this. Maybe the jokes have been repeated and things like that. You know, in in newer things. Yeah. Um, whereas this was obviously at the time, as I say, at the time when that bean scene came out. You know, it was it was it was new most likely. You know, people mm. probably people like the seventies yeah. were a big western. Time. I think you know. Pardon the pun. There was a big stink over that scene. There was. Oh. Um, thank you. Thank you. You know, there was still a lot of westerns, the spaghetti westerns, and things coming off that you know before this and around that time. And so I think there was probably it had that element to it. But nowadays, I don't. I just think I think to me it will always be funny. But I don't know whether people will get a lot of it. Yeah. Mm. You know. I have to say, there was something that really surprised me, and I only picked up for the first time when I last saw it for this, um, and that is one of the Johnsons, um, the the fellow who actually does the immortal line, never mind that shit, here comes Mongo. <laughs> he is Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, from, uh... Yeah, that's him. David from the, 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 the Moore film. Yeah. Uh, 
Wow. That's him. And it's like, oh my God. Santa just <laughs> did a swear. He did. But, yeah. I that ship. <laughs> David Huddleston, wasn't that him? Mm, that's him. Uh, Good knowledge. Or was that Steve? Wikipedia? Uh, a mixture of both, Phil. <laughs> that's a big yes. <laughs> I remembered that he was in the film Santa Claus. So you typed that in. And used Wikipedia <laughs> to find his name. <laughs> Wait, by remembered, you mean listen to Martin who just said it? He doesn't listen to me. Ah, ah, fair point. You see, it's my short-term memory, therefore <laughs> I did still mention it and remember it. Okay. Thanks thanks for that, Jared. Yes. That was a great story. <laughs> Rusty. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, did you the, also the, know the extensions to the ISO 9660 standard for Unix file system attributes are named as Rock Ridge extensions after the movie's town? Moving on. It's lethal watching. Um. Yeah. Chronologically, um, I thought my film was after Blaze Handles, but apparently it came out the same year. Mm. Who would have thunk it? Because uh, I look, I. I think uh, the better film is uh, Young Frankenstein. Monster. I agree completely. Thanks, yeah. Igor. Uh, <laughs> yes, this is um, again directed by Mel Brooks, but this one I think it was written by Gene Wilder. And as I've just learned reading the Wikipedia page whilst ignoring Mart- uh, Jared just now, um, <laughs> Mel Brooks needed Gene Wilder to be in Blazing Saddles, and he said, "Yeah, I'll do it if you do Young Frankenstein next." So he did. But mm. ah, that, oh. and, and this film, it's again, it's another kind of I think as you know. Blazing Saddles is the parody of the Western films. Young Frankenstein is an obvious parody of the kind of classic 1930s horror films with Gene Wilder as the eponymous Young Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein. Sorry, yeah, Frank- Frankenstein, who's the great, he's the grandson of the original Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Who, <laughs> this is going to get old really quick, isn't it? Frankenstein, <laughs> who um, has inherited his family's estate back in, I think, was it Transylvania? So he goes back there. Finds the castle. That, Jesus. Was my, that, that was my stock sound for Trump. Really? Good. Yeah. Thanks for that. That was really great. And then he finds like his grandfather's work and then proceeds to make his own monster. Um, Which, the name of the monster is? Uh, Peter Boyle. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in your face. In your face. Um, yeah, and it's brilliant, as far as I'm concerned. Have that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think it shares a lot of similar kind of traits as uh, Blades and Shadows. It's got the same kind of daft humour all the way through it. It's got the same kind of, you know, kind of relentless, just line after line after line of comedy in there. Uh, but where Young Frankenstein is better is that it's more of a film. See, I'd say that the jokes are actually better in this film. Yeah, yeah. I probably, I could, I think, yeah, Young, yeah, it, it is more of a uh, a complete film, probably. Yeah. Because, like, um, Airplane was basically a remake of an old 1950s film, and this is basically a remake of the old Frankenstein film. Mm. It's got, you know, there's more there to hang the plot on. You've got the kind of basic plot in there, so they can hang the jokes off that a lot easier than they could in Blazing Saddles, I think. Yeah. And like, I think also, I would say the cast is slightly better. Yeah. Because you've yeah, got Ma- 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 Mike Feldman as Igor. Sorry, Igor. is just... <laughs> he, he nails everything in this film. He's just he's hysterical all the way through. Mm. Uh, That's master. The, um, you know, the, was it Inga? The, uh, the lady with the big breast? You get, yes. so, many, you get so many jokes out of that. Like, when they see the door and, you know, Frankenstein says, oh, what, what enormous knockers. And she's like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. All those kind of jokes. And that's kind of the, what I like about these films is that they're, they're, at the same time, they're incredibly stupid. You know, the jokes are the kind of real kind of simple sledgehammer lines, but they're so clever as well. They're, they're worked in so well. Like, the whole thing when he arrives at the um, the Transylvania station. And they start doing a thing off the... Oh, which song is it? The Transylvania station song? I'm a transsexual. No, that's... You're thinking of... Um... <laughs> you're thinking of the... Uh, Glenn I know what I'm thinking of. Yeah. He's like, ask the kid, you know, is this the Transylvania station? And the kid says, yeah, track 29 and all that. He's like, they just verbatim to repeat the lines from the song. <laughs> you know, it's just clever. It's just clever, but also incredibly dumb at the same time. And I appreciate that. And I wrote down 10 reasons why I think this is the best. Should I, should I go through them? Yeah. Yes. Okay, right. Uh, number one, uh, Gene, Wild- Gene Wilder's best role. Full stop. No. Ooh, He's why not? good in it, but come on, Willy Wonka. Uh, oh, oh, no, you didn't think, Phil. <sighs> you didn't <sighs> think. You do, <laughs> sir. You lose. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You nailed me with a blinking quote as well. You just didn't <laughs> think. Okay, then. His best non-musical role. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. Uh, number That's two, cop out. You shut up. Number two again was Marty Feldman. He looks great. Yeah. Um, number three uh, is the look of the film. It's all shot in black and white. Yeah, and it looks an absolute beautiful. treat. Like it really does. Like the whole kind of way they filmed it, the sets. I think the set was like the original Frankenstein set when they do the monster stuff. Mm. So it all just looks absolutely nice. It invokes the era so well. It's brilliant. Um, and then number four, it's you know, it's, it's stupid but in a very clever way. Uh, comedy aside, Peter Boyd is a great Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just look at him just on you know in the history of Frankenstein's monster, he does a really, really you know he carries off the pathos of it, and he's just, you know he's really good. Um, again, I put on there um, some superb professional level in, innuendo, the knockers and the uh, just everything on there. They just really kind of nail the kind of innuendo jokes really well. 
on a kind of you know on a near near, near carry on level of innuendo in this film at places, but it, you know done really well. Round of applause to that. Mm. Uh, the Ritz, the the uh, the Ritz sequence at the end, putting on the Ritz with the with the monster and all that. Yeah, do you know what's been mm-hmm. so? I'm trying to. Th- it's been so long since I've seen it. Well, you've had the time to watch yes, it. Yes, that's right. Yes, the yes, I remember. Sorry, I was just thinking. Sorry, it's been a while because I've yeah. watched it about a month ago. The whole <laughs> thing leading up to it is brilliant. Um, again, I put on there about you know the the sets of the these are the old sets from the films. Um, and number nine has a little dig at Blazing Saddles. So it doesn't go too far in breaking down the fourth wall. It maintains its kind of filmness mm-hmm. all the way mm-hmm. through. And number 10, I just put quote marks because it's so quotable. There's so many great lines in the film that it's just, you know, every line is almost a, is a winner near enough in this film. And I think this still holds up. Yeah. More than Blazing Saddle does. Definitely. I say I haven't seen it in such a long time. I probably will have to watch it again, but I can... I well, can maybe you should have watched it in preparation yeah. for the podcast. Maybe you should have done that, you know? You know, I feel I, I don't have time. <laughs> well then why are you on a movie podcast then because I only need to see one film you two tell me about the other two <laughs> damn it, he's right again isn't he can't argue with him there <laughs> can hate uh. him sometimes yeah so um, I, I, I think uh, Blazing Saddles is really good and also <laughs> Young Frankenstein <laughs> which is even better <laughs> yeah Young Frankenstein is even better how about that yeah it's you guys <laughs> have oh, that wow. have Was... that have at you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Young Frankenstein is one of the best, if not the best, Mel Brooks film that yeah. he's done. And I think it's also probably the best parody of a genre film, second only to Airplane. Mm. Uh, yeah, oof. Because, you know, saying which one's best, it's like saying, you know... You see, the thing is, I can throw Naked Gun into the mix on there. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, um, second and third is only to make a gun. Yeah. It's one of the top three funniest films of all time, then. Can we agree on that? Top, top five, top ten, because then you've got Hot Shots as well. Oh, for crying out loud! No, but top, Hot Shots is fucking awesome. All right, it's a really... It's a, okay, it's in the top ten best films. It's in the top best ten, comedy yes, films. Definitely. Best 15. <laughs> it's in the top 20. It's in the top. It's it's a really really good film. It's a really good film. It would easily make the top fifty. It is easily. a film. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a film. So uh, that's nineteen seventy four. Then we're going to do a, a great big hop, skip, and a jump to another era. Mm. Yes, a space era. <laughs> Electros and lasers and ships and shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, well set up. That was uh, good work there. That was better than usual, eh? <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. What's the bloody name of the film? Spaceballs. You're living in a bubble and you haven't got a care Well, you're gonna be in trouble cause we're gonna steal your ass Cause what you got is what we need and all we 
Robin Hood, but man, really? Yeah, man, that's because they because it's got Carrie Elwes in it. He's creamy. <laughs> <laughs> Christ's sake! So what? So by this time, Mel Brooks had some. He's had some bad films. Gene Wilder's gone. Gene Wilder's like, I'm out of here, Mel. I got, I got, I'm gonna make some films of Richard Pryor. Yeah, bitch. And, and they should have kind of film would that be like space mm. balls oh yes space balls space ballers oh yes holler anyway yeah actually I don't know if I agree with that comment now just come and think of it because see no here see no evil hear no evil I think if Mel Brooks was in that and had a hand in that that would be shocking See no, see no evil, hear yeah, no evil. It's not evil, a good film. Evil, it's a great evil, film. It's I watched that loads because we had it as like, like an ex rental copy. You had it on VHS. I had it on VHS. <laughs> and that is that is just a weird film. It's funny though. I like it. It's a good just film. looking at the cover, you can see uh, Gene Wilder wearing like blue trousers with eighties, um, you know, braces on them. It looks so. Oh. Is that I'm an 80s dude? Is that the one where they've got ice cream on top of their heads as well? Maybe at some point, who knows? You know, it's so funny that Gene Wilder, age 78, it's just he still looks like crazy Willy Wonka. <laughs> it does. It's the curly hair, isn't it? It's the hair. The hair's still it's, crazy. It's, very, it's, it's, it's quite thinned, but it's just like, oh man, it's still him. Just to go off on the quick tangent, you know, the, the, on the whole Willy Wonka thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Um, do you read about what uh, Steve Jobs wanted to do in his life for the, for the one millionth? Mac, no, what? What? he was going to put a, a, a golden ticket in what in like the mini Mac to be sold, uh-huh. and the person who got it was going to get the money refunded and taken round for like a, a tour around um, the Apple, Apple headquarters, Town. Apple Town, where it is in California. And apparently, he wanted to dress in like in a top hat and tails, proper full on Willy Wonka style. I bet he would have like made a glass elevator as well with exactly, yeah. But they, tried, <sighs> they they said no, they couldn't do it in the end. Apparently. But he wanted to be like Top Hat Tales, proper Willy Wonka style. That would have been amazing. That would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been awesome as Spaceballs. Steve, you're so crazy. That would have been better than Spaceballs. <laughs> What's so bad about Spaceballs then? What, what is so bad about Spaceballs? Come on. It's got, it's got Bill Pullman, it's got John Candy, it's got Rick Moranis. Come on, I what's so bad about it? When I first 
because uh, I don't think I saw it until oh, I was probably about 10 or something like that. And I think I've taped it off the TV. Yeah. And I think I watched it like every day for like yep. a week or like two weeks. It was, it was slightly like, sexy as well. Oh, uh, Daphne's was a bit of an oh, yes. How's your father? I could do that. I could watch every day for two weeks if I watched like two minutes of it every single time. I know. But what's so bad about it? What's so bad about it? I don't know. I. I just don't get. I just don't get on with this film. I think the jokes are just uh, were the jokes used in this film are slightly worse than than in either of the films that we've already spoke about. I, it's blatant. Uh, I, just so much that I can't really can't engage with the film. No, I can't. You know, I mean, possibly part of it is the fact that in the Star Wars trilogy, one of my favourite characters and the person who I probably used as like a touchstone to uh, got me into the film kind of thing would be Luke Skywalker. That I was, thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say Yoda. No, no, no. Uh, Luke Skywalker for me was my favourite character, and yeah. that was my touchstone kind of thing. And in this film, obviously, because of what they do in it, they pretty much erase him because they merged Luke Skywalker and Han Solo to create one uber character being called Captain Lone Star, who's basically... But he's called Lone Star? Over. How cool a name is that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do tend to agree. I do agree with you, Martin, because I think this is this film is the first step on the road that ends with Scary Movie. Yeah. Yes, this, definitely. This is the first domino to fall, where it's just kind of... Whereas Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein, they're kind of... I mean, Young Frankenstein's kind of taken like a remake of a very particular film. And Blazing Saddles is kind of like, you know, the Western genre as a whole. This kind of film kind of takes, it's that thing where it kind of takes scenes from other films and go, wasn't that funny? Let's do it again with some more comedy stuff. Yeah, precisely. Like there's, the best way to prove that is the fact that... They jammed the radar, sir. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And also the fact that they had Michael Winslow in who did exactly the same thing as he did in Police Academy. Do the voices. Jam the radar is a great pun though. Jam the radar is very good. (laughs) That, that... They hit. They do hit something like comb in the desert as well. Yeah, they comb in the desert. Yeah, that, that's funny as well. I've got to admit that. But then it goes off on one again, and it starts to break the fourth barrier, similar to raising saddles, where it gets the video and speeds up to this whole thing, and then you have a pointless argument about which which part we are now. We're at the present. Present. Yeah. About that. That's the past. I agree with that, and the whole merchandising thing with um, yeah, yogurt and stuff. Yeah, I just think that it pushes it too far, and it just becomes a bit too too much, really. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think Rick Moranis gives good bad guy in it. He's as a dark helmet. He is. He's having a, he's having a hoot. Mm. I think he. I think he, he. He kind of. If the film was all kind of based around him, I think it'll be a much funnier film. Yes, the whole world of the space balls and their ship is you know is quite funny. Like the whole thing with the transporter, they, you know, they keep they put his ass on backwards. Yes, that's true. And then he just walks into the next room where they all are. You know, that's that that's the kind of humor I can get with. But the fourth wall breaking stuff, it just does it once too often. Mm. And it's like they haven't got any other ideas. They don't know what else to do. So they yeah, kind of... I, I agree. There are some funny bits, like that. Um, if they, yeah, if they actually did follow they the, story, the radar, sir. <laughs> if they did follow the story precisely around Dark Helmet, that would be really funny because especially where the line, "You're an asshole." You're an asshole too. I'm surrounded by assholes. You know, that yeah. was a really funny line as well. So if they maybe focused it there rather than just following the hero. And... <sighs> yeah, because God bless Bill Pullman. He tries, but he's not a comedy. He's not a comedy actor. you got John Candy there who's doing his best, but... The goddamn president! God damn it. 
God just, damn it. Yeah, there is a there's a lot wrong with the film, and I think it is. It's just oh, I don't know. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't work. Like some some of the humor there, it's just too it's too obvious and too expectable expected. You know, like yeah. I'm just trying to think of some of the bad bad parts now. Like or like the the, the thing the the, um, the the princesses from Dru- Druidia, and they go, oh, she doesn't look Druish. Hmm. And like she gets her old nose back, or they threaten to put her own her old nose back on her face and stuff. It's all a bit. I like the fact how you you said that joke perfectly, and yet still neither has laughed. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows the power of that joke, really, doesn't it? Yeah, that's so. again, that's one of those things they kind of it kind of probably would have worked. I don't know if it would have worked or not, but like the the, the setup for it, like they kind of call the whole race uh, the Dru- Druidia and stuff just for that one joke. Yeah, and it doesn't quite pay off. No, it's a shame. It doesn't quite pay off. But you know, I I can't. It's got a place in my heart because I watched it so much. I can't help but feel you know. I feel bad giving it a kicking. I'm yeah, probably like yourself, Phil. I think yeah, I'm kind of like you know, it's 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 a film I it's a film I I did enjoy, but definitely it 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 just it seems. Lazy, I think is probably yes. I would yes, say. Yes, that would be the yes. word. Yeah, I think it seem compared to his other things, it just seems very. Which I think is the problem with a lot of his later films, like Dracula Dead and Loving It and things like that. They just seem very obvious and and lazy. And I think a lot of the smart, like in Blazing Saddles, with the doof doof doof, you know, line after line after line after line, and and young um, Frankenstein and all that kind of stuff, it sort of goes or it's not as good or something. You know, something yeah. clearly happens where it loses. It's not snappy. It's not it's, it's, no. the, the pace of it isn't as snappy as the other films. It does. It clearly goes somewhere. You know, there's something that that is lost um, between those films and that one. You know, mm. it's a shame. I was just looking actually on the Wikipedia thing as well, and I I just remembered it because it talked about the John Hunt, John Hurt scene from Alien. And you're thinking, what the hell does that have to do with this film? This this yeah. is just like it's completely erroneous. It, it yeah. just stands out. It doesn't, like a it doesn't mile. fit it doesn't in the film, fit does it? In. No, not at all. And but it's like it, it, that's the thing that kind of we we reach scary movie. And it's just like taking scenes out of the films and just playing yeah, for laughs. Exactly. That's, that's just the it's just the that's just the worst laziest kind of of comedy where you just. You just take something and put it in your film, but kind of go, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a shame because you know he's, he's better than that. Mel Brooks is better than that. Yeah, Mel, oh, come on, and Rick Moranis, man, you're better than yeah. that. Like I said, there's flashes of the old genius. Oh, yeah, like I said, the kids, man. <laughs> spaceballs is spaceballs. A load it's of spaceballs. It's a load of spaceballs. There you go. But I feel bad kicking it in the balls, though. You in know, it's, in its spaceballs. <laughs> Baseball one is good. I, I think you're right though. Ludicrous it, speed, it, go. Yeah, but it it does. It just suffers from like like we said, the lazy characters like the pizza, the hut, and the the lazy uh, skits that are put in there, just forced and shoehorned in for no reason. And it's like you said, it's this is the start of something very very bad. And you look at the cinema, and you've got superhero movie and all that kind of shit. Yeah, and it all started from here. So that's a fucking criminal offence. Yeah, screw you, Spaceballs. Screw you, Spaceballs. 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Darth Helmet. We don't mean it. I love you. They've jammed the radar, sir. <laughs> <laughs> raspberry. Only one person would give me the raspberry. <laughs> Moon Star. It's lethal watching. Lone Star. He drives a truck in space. I want to see a film right, which has a, a pirate which no one knows about for once. What? In all, all these films, pirates are all fucking known and well-known as True. No, that's a point, actually, yeah. Why like, don't they're they always like a really famous pirate. pirate. Are the ice pirates known? Yeah. yeah. Oh. They're the motherfucking <laughs> ice pirates. Come on. Of course they're known. They pirate ice. Who, who else pirates ice? Apart from Have the you ice not pirates. seen that film yet, Jared? Oh, uh... Baseballs? No, Ice Pirates. <laughs> you, you, you have to watch it at some you point. You have to watch it one day. I will at some point. Or at least, like you know, you haven't watched Split Second either, have you? I will at some point. God, Split Second's amazing. Shocking. You know, I'm just one man. Yeah, I'm so are we. Me and Martin are both one man. You're two men. <laughs> no, we're Captain Planet. Captain Planet. I, I merge my rings with yours. <laughs> hey! What much. a great way to wrap up the show, or the ring pun. Yes. Ding, ding, my head's in a spin. So, okay, yeah, so, so are, we, are we in agreement then that Young Frankenstein is the best Mel Brooks <laughs> film out of these three? Yeah. No? no? You're still saying Beijing Saddles? No, I'm saying Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Oh, for Christ's sake. What? There is one film that we I feel we should mention on a Mel Brooks special, and that yeah. is Producers. Ah. Yeah. You see? That is a, a, a best ah, of You see, film. Martin may have just pulled something out of the bag. He pulled a rabbit out of the bag that's alive rather than being dead. Hmm. He pulled an ass rabbit. <laughs> that, that's... <laughs> What? <laughs> ass rabbit. An ass rabbit. I'm never going to your doctor's surgery. You know that? <laughs> Pulled oh. an ass rabbit out of his ass. Pulled an ass rabbit. Are you saying that's his best film then? No. I'm just no, Young Frankenstein, but it's definitely something worth notable. And apparently the, the, the stage think... version is, is top notch. So. Well, I, I think the best thing he's directed is an audience with Mel Brooks. So, you know. Well played. Touche! Is that like the ITV things that they did years ago? I moved my battleship into your space. Do you know I have battleship, but it's French. The battleship. It's called Touche Cool. (laughs) Touche Cool. Yeah, Touche Cool. Do you reckon it'll be a better film in French? I think it would have been if they called it Touche Cool. I don't know, I'd be there. I'd be like, Touche Cool, man, that shit sounds crazy. Shocking. <laughs> oh, you know, when I saw uh, Lockout at the cinema, I saw a trailer for The Raid as well. Oh, yeah. And it's still called The Raid in the UK. It's not called The Raid Ooh, subtitle. The Raid Redemption or something? Or yeah. The Raid, Raid, the, the Raid Night Returns? I uh, yeah, uh, Raid, um, Raid Operation Miami Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Mission to <laughs> Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> you in for a treat when you go and see Avengers because they've got the trailer to safe, you know, the new... Oh, yeah, that's, that's Jason Statham. Jason Statham being a lucky, apparently, the uh, Americans are getting the Dark Knight trailer with that over there, oh, you know? Really? 
there's a there's a they're they're also getting uh, an amazing Spider-Man trailer, I think, with Avengers. But I think it's one that's already been released, so I'd be like, Probably, yeah. meh. Apparently, yeah, they uh, they did. Was it some uh, showing some more footage from Dark Knight recently? I and apparently the fixed Bane's voice. Yeah, and apparently the Hobbit looks rubbish. Yeah, because it's, some people are saying it's shot in the same frame. 48 as, frames per second. Yeah, which is like a TV, so it looks like a TV show. Yeah. The I'll reserve, I'll reserve um, the right to um, judge it. Re- reply. I'll write to Anne Diamond, if I'm not Anne Diamond, but <laughs> Anne Robinson. And I read a great thing about um, someone's, I think it's like some kind of c- cinema thing for the district, for the uh, the cinema change. And they said, like, uh, they showed some uh, laser projection. Yeah, it's so shocked you've fallen over. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, like, the laser projection is, like, meant to, is, like, meant to be amazing. Like, I don't know. Brighter. Like so, laser like, projectors, lasers. What I will say as well, whilst we're doing this complete breakdown, um, <laughs> I watched I watched Unknown recently. You know that? Um, the, yeah. The, the, oh, yeah, yeah. The Liam Neeson. I, I don't know if either of you have seen it yet. Yes, I have. Disappointing. It's, it's I haven't tough, seen it. isn't it? It's good, but it's disappointing because I'm kind of like, every couple of minutes, I'm like, where in the hell isn't he kicking anyone's ass? Why is he punching somebody? We all thought it would be like a Taken clone, but it really isn't. It's and not. It's and then it does eventually get there, and you're like, fucking! <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> Just punch him! I watched uh, Drive Angry as well. I watched that recently. Uh, when was it? Two days ago. And Yo, I thought that was shit. Man. Yeah. How can you make a film about somebody breaking out of hell to in order to catch to rescue his daughter from being killed by a satanic cult and make it boring? I don't know. I don't know how you make that film boring. Oh, they, did you not think it. as well that the way that they looked on some of the cars, it was like it was meant to be car porn. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, that's just Colin Wheels, well done. But even worse, it's American car porn. Yeah. So this, this is, I like I, this, oh. oh my God, is that the uh, Jehoshaphat 17, 1944 special? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Where did you get that from? It's like, well, I don't know what that is. That's it's a car. jumping add on. Yeah. Shocking. But wheels, great, well done. And, oh, physics in that. Fucking hell. <laughs> Projectile physics. Okay, Martin. Screw you, physics. Martin. 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 Physics, really? Yeah, but he shot a guy in the chest. He shot a guy in front of a window in the chest and he left the window feet first. (laughs) How the fuck does that happen? Just how? In a film starring Nicholas Cage. Cars crash and they don't crumple. They do 360 degree fucking vertical flips. Yeah, yeah, but... I said he was a man from space. Is there a man puncher? No. No. It's Fair it's it's a headbanger against the wall. Why? <laughs> Why? Well that's that's a good roundup of our film watching since the last podcast. Good yes. good work. Cool. Right. So, yeah. What are we doing next time? Um an adventure special. Oh an adventure special. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's gonna be amazing. I've watched all the event uh, I rewatched all the Marvel films in preparation for Saturday as well. Yeah, I was gonna, and then I was like, I've seen them all recently. I know where I'm at. I have memory. Yeah, but I, I did it anyway because I'm, you know, I'm committed to the cause. I'll probably watch them afterwards. I'll be like, oh no. <laughs> Why would you be like that? That sounds weird. 
That's what I do. Good. Great. <laughs> so if we, I go to see Lockout, I'd probably just want to come home and watch Escape from New York. And I'd probably yeah, go, pretty much, much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, yes. Good though it was in spots. They do really want it to be Escape from New York. Part three. But no eye patches. No eye patches. Right there. Exactly, you know. exactly. Yeah, so we'll think of something for next time. Cool. We will something, think. Because we'll we're, we're we'll nearly think. at 50 episodes. 50's got to do something, man. Yeah, we'll do the third Dragon special. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Close the trilogy. It's time. Another it's time. episode where we talk about things where I win again. <laughs> I'd like to remove Jared from this call. Delete. Can I delete him? Backspace. Yeah. Control. Time to go. Time to go, folks. Jared's talking about winning. Don't like it. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, yeah so we, we, we will be back next week. Well, well you know, well, two weeks, well, next fortnight, weeks, wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah with a whatever. Thing. Whenever our next episode is normally due, we'll be there. We will. Mm. There, with a the thing. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, hopefully the uh, we'll be asked to join the Avengers. Awesome. I'm Black Widow. <laughs> Why? Oh, obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't fight this alien. I need to go to the bathroom for a while. <laughs> ah, aliens. I must just go shower. I, I'll be back in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, anyway. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. What a bombshell to go out on. Goodbye, everybody. It's time to go. Anyway, bye. Bye. Lethal Watching was brought to you by Phil Doyle and Gerard Boyle. I'm Martin Gobian. In association with abadeducation.com. Are you all right, sir? Fine. How have you been? Fine, sir. Good. It's a good thing you were wearing that helmet. Yeah. What shall we do now, sir? Well, are we stopped? We're stopped, sir. Good. Well, why don't we take a five-minute break? Very good, sir. Smoke if you got them. <laughs>